1: He left that place and set out
0: for the territory of Tyre. There he went into a house and did not want anyone to know that he was there. But he could not pass unrecognized. At once a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him and came and fell at his feet. Now this woman was a Gentile, by birth a Syro-Phoenician. And she begged him to drive the devil out of her daughter. And he said to her, The children should be fed first, because it's not fair to take the children's food and throw it to little dogs. But she spoke up, Yes, sir, she replied, But the little dogs under the table eat the scraps from the children. This is a story about humility and perseverance in prayer. St. Mark tells us that our Lord and his disciples came into this region of Tyre and Sidon. This Gentile woman approached him. She was Phoenician by birth, one of those belonging to the indigenous population of Palestine. She cast herself at his feet, And asked him to cure her daughter, who was possessed by the devil. Jesus didn't answer. St. Matthew tells us that the disciples were exasperated with the woman's insistence and asked him to send her away. Our Lord explains to the woman that the Messiah must first make himself known to the Jews to the children of Israel. And then with an expression that's hard to understand unless we hear the tone of his voice and see the affectionate gestures that accompany it, he says, let the little children be fed first
1: for it's not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Pretty strong words.
0: But the woman is not offended or humiliated. With deep humility, she insists, yes, Lord, but even the little dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Our Lord is moved by her great faith and immediately grants her the miracle she desires. For saying this, he says, you may go your way. The demon has left your daughter. Saint Peter tells us that God opposes the proud. But gives his grace to the humble. And So that woman obtained what she wanted.
1: She touched our Lord's heart. is a perfect example
0: for those who may tire of praying because they think that their prayers have not been heard. In her prayer, we find the conditions required for all successful petition,
1: faith, humility,
0: perseverance, and confidence. Her great love for her daughter, who was possessed by the devil,
1: would have been most pleasing to our Lord. The apostles later on, when
0: they heard the parable of the insistent widow, who also got what she wanted as a result of her persistence, well, they must have perhaps remembered this particular lady. St. Thomas teaches that true prayer is infallibly effective. God has decreed that it should be so, and he doesn't change his mind. And so our Lord teaches us not to become discouraged or to give up on our requests. He gives us clear and simple examples to help us understand that when we pray with the right intention, he hears us and listens to us. But Father among you, he says, if his son asks for a piece of bread, we'll hand him a stone. If he asks for a fish, we'll instead of a fish give him a snake. If he asks for an egg, we'll give him a scorpion. How much more? your heavenly father give? I heard of a couple in Taiwan one time who attended a lot of parenting courses, and they had two children, a 10-year-old and an 8-year-old, and the 10-year-old son was often hugging the computer and not allowing his younger sister to use it, and he'd been warned many times to allow his younger sister to use the computer, but he Sort of ignore these warnings, and then, at one time, he did it again, and so the parents decided that he would, they would punish him, and his punishment was going to be that he was not going to go on the class outing the following Wednesday, and so there was a volcano. There was pandemonium. He'd been looking forward to this volcano, this uh, class outing for weeks and months. It was the event of the year. For him not to go was just unthinkable, so this wasn't fair, etc etc etc. And the parents were very happy because they realized they'd hit on the right punishment, it serves him right. So he pleaded and pleaded but there was nothing doing. The parents had read all the right parenting books, they'd attended all the courses, they realized they were on a, a good wicket. The following Monday in class the teacher asked all the students to put up their hand those who were going to the class outing. Everyone puts up their hand except little Johnny. And the teacher asks him, well, why aren't you going on the class outing? Because my parents won't let me. It's all their fault. So the teacher called the parents and inquired what was wrong. And she heard the full story and then she understood. And then on the Tuesday night, the fellow decided he would have one last chance. And he pleaded and pleaded with his parents to let him go on the class outing. But they said, nothing doing, the punishment stands. So he went into his room and he locked the door. And he was there quite a long time, maybe 15, 20 minutes. And the mother was getting a little bit nervous. She had read stories of children committing suicide in their bedroom. And there came a moment when she couldn't take it any longer. And so she went to the bedroom door and knocked on the door and said, open the door, open the door. What are you doing in here? So eventually he opened the door and she said, what are you doing in here? he said i was praying the prayer card to saint jose maria escriva so now the mother was put back on her heels oh my goodness he's been praying the prayer card to saint jose maria so now she had to call a conference with her husband said so this is very serious we have been bringing him up to have recourse to prayer in difficult moments we have taught him to have devotion to saint jose maria this whole business of his spiritual growth and development is very important to us. And now, in this moment, he's had recourse to prayer. And what, what if he doesn't get what he wants? No? So, after much discussion, they discovered that his whole spiritual formation was really much more important than this thing of the class outing. And so they decided they had to relent and they let him go on the excursion. And so little Johnny got what he was asking for. And so when we pray with faith and insistence and confidence to all the saints in heaven who are very powerful, well, God hears our prayers. God has never refused anything and will not refuse anything to those who ask for his graces in the proper way. Curie of ours says prayer is the great means we have for overcoming sin, for persevering in grace, for turning our hearts to God and drawing down upon us all kinds of blessings, whether for our souls or for our temporal needs. And so when we need to ask for something, well, it's good to remember that we are God's children. He doesn't refuse anything to his children. How much more will your heavenly Father give good things to those who ask him? And so our Father God takes far
1: greater care of us. And the best father in the world takes care of that child who most wants his help. And so we can try to have a great filial confidence and perseverance in our petitions.
0: God has foreseen from all eternity the help that we need. One spiritual writer says he has also foreseen the assistance we will require and the graces
1: that will lead us to make our requests. He
0: treats us as children who are free and simply asks us to cooperate. It is necessary for us to ask
1: in order to obtain God's help, in order to do good and persevere, as it is necessary to sow the seed in order to reap the harvest of grain. Unless the seed is sown,
0: the ears of wheat do not grow. If we do not ask, we shall not receive the graces we require. So God knows everything that we need, but he wants us to ask for them. And insofar as we intensify our demands, we identify our will with that of our
1: Heavenly Father. It is he who truly knows the depths of our need, of our utter poverty. At times he may
0: make us wait. So that we can be better disposed. So that we will desire those graces more earnestly and fervently. Sometimes he says yes. Sometimes he says no.
1: And often he says wait. On other
0: occasions he rectifies our petition. And grants us what we really need. And yet there may be times... And he doesn't grant us what we're asking for. Because possibly without our realizing it, we're asking for something that may be harmful. Something that has presented itself to our will under the appearance of
1: some desirable good. A mother doesn't give her child a sharp knife which shines attractively just because the child wants it with all their heart. And we are like little children of God. And so when
0: we ask for something that might be bad for us, even if it seems good to us, God acts just as a good mother
1: will act with one of her small children
0: And instead, he gives us other graces that will be good for us. Although we might be less clamorously interested in them.
1: And so our prayer can be filled with trust. That's when we're asking something from a loving father. It needs to be confident.
0: Because God knows what we need better than we know ourselves. And that trust leads us to ask with constancy, with perseverance. Undaunted, we insist over and over again, certain that we will receive more
1: and better than what we're asking for. And
0: so we have to persist in our asking. Like the insistent friend who needed bread or the helpless widow who will sought the unrighteous judge night and day. Ask,
1: and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you.
0: For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. St. Thomas comments, this very perseverance in prayer leads by itself to an increase of trust and friendship with God.
1: And this friendship, which produces the request,
0: opens the way to a more trusting entreaty. As though having been introduced into the divine intimacy by the first request, we are enabled to implore with greater confidence the next time. Thus, when we address a petition to God, constancy and persistence are never inexpedient. Quite the opposite, they are pleasing to God. And so we should try to imitate the Syrophoenician woman as an outstanding example of constancy. Even though our Lord seems not to be willing to pay any attention to her. Our Lord sets no limits to the effectiveness of prayer. Everyone who asks receives. For God is our Father. St. Augustine teaches that on one occasion... That on occasion our prayer is not answered because we're not good, because we lack purity of heart or rectitude of intention. We ask in the wrong spirit, without faith, perseverance, or humility. We ask for things that are bad, things that are not good for us,
1: that could harm us or lead us astray. In short, Prayer is ineffective when it's not real prayer. And so St.
0: Maria says in the way, pray. In what venture, in what human venture, could you have greater guarantees of
1: success? Truly I say to you, he says in St. John, if you ask anything of the Father, In my name, he will give it to you. And so we should ask for supernatural
0: graces. Every day in the Mass, the priest says, Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. And grant us peace in our day.
1: In your mercy, keep us free from sin.
0: And protect us from all anxiety. And so in our prayer we ask for favours for ourselves and also for others. We should ask for the goods and for the graces needed by our souls. No matter how serious the material limitations our privations that we undergo. Invariably, we have greater need of spiritual benefits, such as the grace to serve God and to be faithful, to grow in personal holiness,
1: to receive help to win through in the struggle against our defects, to make a good confession, to prepare for Holy Communion.
0: We can ask for temporal goods insofar as they're useful for our salvation and are rightly considered secondary to the graces and the gifts of the Spirit
1: that we first and foremost have need of. Our Lord taught us how to ask for things,
0: give us this day our daily bread. And St. Paul VI, in one of his apostolic exhortations, says, the first miracle worked by Jesus, the one by which he manifested himself to his disciples, was of a material kind. Mary appears in Cana, where when she tactfully told her son of a temporal need, she asked for alcohol, and she also obtained an effect of grace. The effect was that Jesus, in working the first of his signs, confirmed his disciples' faith in him. If we're living a unity of life, all goods of a material nature will contribute in some way to the glory of God. The miracle of Cana worked through the intercession of Our Lady, encourages us, invites us to ask for graces of a temporal nature that are necessary or that will be of help to us in our ordinary everyday life. And if the Mother of God asks for alcohol, well, that opens the door for us to ask for all sorts of material things. You can ask for help in solving some financial problem that troubles us. From recovery for recovery from an illness, to pass
1: the difficult examination that we've studied for. In prayer, one person may ask for a, a suitable spouse, another for a roof over their head,
0: a third for something to wear, another for food. St. Gregory the Great says, when we are in need of any of these things, We should indeed ask Almighty God for them, but we should bear in mind the command of the Redeemer, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. And so we shouldn't devote the, the best of our prayer to asking only for the extras. God is pleased when we ask Him for grace and help for others, and also when we ask others to pray for us and for our apostolate. God must be very happy in our prayers of prayer if we spend them, fill them, asking things for other people. And the pharaoh St. Jose Maria says, Pray for me. I said as I always do. And he answered in amazement, but is there something wrong? I had to explain that something is the matter or happens to us all the time. And I added that when prayer is
1: lacking, more and more weighty things are the matter. And so prayer is the answer to all these problems.
0: Pope St. John Paul says, Our prayer should be filled with a spirit of abandonment in God and a deep supernatural sense. It's a question of doing the work of God and not our own. We have to respond to his
1: inspirations and not to our own feelings. And our mother will rectify for us those intentions of ours which may not be completely sound, so that we always obtain what is best.
0: And the way we're told we have in the Holy Rosary a powerful weapon for obtaining from God the help we and the people we pray for need each day. And so, Lord, give to your people the joy of continual health in mind. and Throughout her life, our lady must have been a source of Consolation and support to anyone afflicted by a weight that was too heavy to bear alone. She must have heartened Saint Joseph on that night in Bethlehem, when as he explained their pressing need for lodging at one house after another, he found no door would open to them. One smile from Mary would be enough for him to find the strength to get ready and make the most of what he had found, a stable on the outskirts of the little town. She would have been a tower of strength to him on the flight into Egypt and in helping him set himself up in that country.
1: Joseph himself was a man of fortitude,
0: but it would have been easier for him to do But he must fulfill the will of God when he was sustained by the encouragement of Our Lady. Her neighbours in Nazareth would always find uplift and understanding in her words. The apostles found refuge in Mary's company when all had turned dark and meaningless after the death of Christ on the cross and they returned from placing the body of Jesus in the sepulcher at a time when families in Jerusalem were getting ready to celebrate the Paschal Feast. The apostles who had fled numb with shock and disoriented turned almost automatically to Our Lady. And from then on, she's never ceased to comfort those who are oppressed by sorrow, loneliness or suffering. She has sheltered innumerable Christians from persecution, freed many souls possessed by the devil or besieged by temptations, saved countless people who are fleeing to her with anxiety. She has strengthened and helped many of the dying by reminding them as they lay on their deathbeds of the infinite merits of our son. And so if ever our life has become for us a misery, and we're overwhelmed by apparently insoluble difficulties, crushed by illness, daunted by seeming failure in our dedication to an apostolic task, if we're threatened by discouragement in the effort to bring up our family, and dismayed of the obstacles that just keep on piling up now well, let us turn to her. We'll always find peace and encouragement and the strength to fulfil the lovable will of our son.
1: And so we can repeat slowly, Hail Holy Queen,
0: Mother of Mercy. Hail our life, our sweetness and our hope. And from her we we'll learn to console and hearten others in their struggles. We can be compassionate with those who are in need, people in disasters or in minor worries. A word of encouragement here, or of condolence there, but a merciful attitude which is so pleasing to our Lord. Our Lady is the help of Christians, because first of all, we favour those we love. And nobody has had a greater love than Mary for those who belong to her son's family. In her, we shall find every grace we need to win through in the fight against temptation, in our apostolate, and in our work. <coughs> Following the <coughs> constant teaching of the Roman pontiffs, many Christians throughout the world have made the day rosary a part of their life of piety. They recite it together as a family prayer or alone in a church while walking on the street or traveling in any form of transport. We're told in the book of Ecclesiastes quoted by Saint Rosa Maria in me is to be found every grace of doctrine and of truth, every hope of life and of virtue a wise the church has been, he says, to put these words on our mother's lips so that we Christians do not forget them. She's our safety, the love that never fails, the refuge ever open to us, the hand ever ready to caress and to console. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me during this meditation. I ask your help to put them into practice. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.